Sultry Short Stories Story 9 A Curtain or Two G and K hold hands as they follow the usher. K admires the beautiful hanging chiffon curtain walls that make up the narrow corridor. G notes the slight upward slope of the floor. They keep glancing at each other and giggling silently as the posh, liveried usher drones on about the infamous history of the building. Kings and queens, no less, have frequented this place. Always in disguise, of course. It would have been a scandal for them to have been seen participating in entertainment of this sort. Kay whispers with mock horror. Ooh, a scandal. G rolls his eyes. And here we are, announces the usher. Indeed. The guests are impressed. Four massive golden chiffon curtains, like walls, rise from the lush parquet floor up and up, well over ten feet. Essentially, they are shaping a chiffon box the size of a bedroom. In the middle, an impressive king-size bed with a headboard cast out of elaborately curved and twisted iron. The white silk sheets and an abundance of cushions and pillows all glisten under the lights. A splendiferous antique chandelier hangs above the bed. But more is a decoration. The real light, G observes, comes from spotlights in the lighting rig high above. Kay tries to peek through the transparent gold of the curtain walls, but only sees what looks like more chiffon hanging, probably red. Next to the bed is an antique oak bedside table with, sure enough, chilled champagne, a couple of flutes and a bowl of berries. At least it looks as good as in the advertising brochure, thinks Kay. Meanwhile, G is intrigued by a panel attached to the nightstand with four brass toggle switches. The usher explains, this is the control panel, very simple as you can see. Four switches, one for each curtain, if you like. And you are in control. You decide if and when you flick any of them. No pressure, no rush. Indeed. K and G look at each other. The switches, hmm, mischief glints on their faces. The usher can see it's time to leave the two alone. You will have an unforgettable time. Oh, the unforgettable bit is guaranteed, laughs G. <laughs> Indeed. Left alone, G and K inspect the space once more. A shared moment of, what now? Then G does what he always does in moments like these. He steps up to K with his arms open, inviting her to dance. There's no music. G clearly doesn't care, so K wraps herself up in the embrace. They start to sway and shuffle, tracing a circle around the bed, their bodies moving as one. G's hand slides down to the magic spot where K's back becomes a bottom. K kisses his neck. Their feet keep moving to the imaginary music and to the rising beat of their wand. After a while, a sip or two of champagne. 
Hmm, the lascivious tickle of bubbles in their throats. Do you think we are alone? Don't worry, I'm sure we are not. At that moment, is it in excitement or in embarrassment that Kay dives down to her knees and busies herself with untying G's lustrous shoes? Following this, G kneels to unbuckle Kay's sparkling high heels. Excited giggles are plenty. Here they are, barefoot and ready to climb into bed. They pause, gaze at each other, the same question on their mind. Are we really doing this? Suddenly, G scoops Kay off the ground, lifts her high and throws her on the bed. She scream laughs landing on the mattress and G leaps, wanting to land on top of her. Kay swiftly rolls away and grabs a pillow. Bam! Full face impact. G roars and grabs a pillow himself. A pillow fight it is. Wham! Slam! Bam! They are well-matched adversaries with a lot of practice. Faces are getting red. Clothes are pulled and tugged for leverage. Sweat is wiped by fresh pillow hits. Grunts and growls, squeals and screams, all getting louder. Then suddenly, instead of ducking a fresh attack, G raises his hand. Pause. Both are catching their breath. An idea. G winks at Kay. She nods back. And so it goes. The flip of the first switch. The sound of ratchet pulleys startles them as all four golden chiffon curtain walls move, being hoisted up steadily into the darkness of the grid above them. This reveals another set of chiffon curtains behind, blood red. The two are mesmerized. They try to see out there through the transparent material. Not a chance. As all the lighting is on the bed and none on the outside space, they can't see a thing, just the shimmer of disturbed chiffon and the hint of more behind it. Whatever the out there might be, it remains in cavernous darkness. Just then, an applause erupts, and cheers, and hoots from all directions, all invisible in the darkness behind the curtain walls. G and K whip each other a look. It's happening. They're doing it. This is frightening and exhilarating. They grab each other and kiss passionately. A kind of rough-and-tumble strip show begins. Jacket, dress, trousers, bra, shirt, everything right down to the hold-up stockings, which they both keep on. K's are fishnets, G's opaque. Both have great legs. G pulls K onto his lap. More kissing. Limbs start to move as body memory kicks in. Body memory of love and lust. The darkness goes quiet again. It is a palpable, intense silence, feeding the happenings on the bed. Torso slides against torso. Mouth nuzzles nipples. Hands grip ass cheeks. Backs bend and twist. Legs wrap, unwrap, rewrap tighter. Then Kay stops and whispers, Hey, yes? Oh, yes.
She kneels in front of the headboard and grabs a firm hold of it. Her thighs spread wide. The curve of her naked ass points out invitingly. G reaches over to the panel. The flip of the second switch. Instantly, the red chiffon curtain walls start to rise. As before, they reveal another set of curtains. The love cage is turning purple. Enthusiastic applause and shouts of encouragement explode in the darkness behind. Case quints. Does she detect shapes out there? Little flashes of bright fabric? Shirts, perhaps? Why does this feel so empowering? She's literally thrusting her ass and cunt to an invisible crowd. Why is this so... Slap! An intense burning cessation on her ass cheeks brings her back into the moment. And G is already gently blowing on the red skin. How she loves it when he does that. The burning, then the cooling. How she loves this human beast. Another slap. Then the big hands rest on her flaring skin, holding, intensifying the throbbing echoes of the slap. Kay catches a glimpse of her lover. He is in his element, gorging, relishing, playing with her body, whilst almost dancing in flow with his sex force. And then it starts. She literally feels her heart swell up with pride. How proud she is of him coming out of his shell. Proud of herself embracing outrageousness. Proud of them both holding each other tight through it all. Once again, a sudden movement interrupts her thoughts. G is on his back and he pulls her right down, making her vulva land on his face. Ah, the fierce sting of his stubble. So welcome. G is in heaven too, lying down, aware of his erection flying achingly high, holding onto Kay's thighs with his hands and luxuriating on her wetness. He will never have enough of this. But it's about to get better. He feels Kay lift her pelvis up a little. <laughs> he knows what that means. Wait, he commands, then reaches out to the panel again. The flip of the third switch. Ratcheting noise again. Curtain walls rising again. All accentuating the suspense. What remains is clearly the last set of chiffon curtains. Deep, deep navy blue. The lovers can just about make out shapes in the darkness. Is that some of the pale faces reflecting spilled out light? Some of the brighter clothes, perhaps? A cacophony of vows and oh-my-gods and other inarticulate noises confirms it, though. They are being watched. Intently. G. pats K's ass. Now. K lets go of the headboard, knees still spread open astride G's head. Tall and proud, reminds her G. K stretches her spine sticks back her shoulders, takes a deep breath, and in a very broad, elegant move, brings one hand over G's head, pinning it down, and with the other, 
gently cups her labia. Yes, own it. And she does. She stares out, out through the chiffon, into the darkness, hyper-awake, acutely aware of her own energy and of the lust directed at her from all around. She allows it. She consumes it. And she lets it happen. A swirling wave of energy starts to roll forth inside her body. She starts to quiver. Then the quivers become shudders. And then her yawning gushes love juice all over her lover's face. His voracious thirst catches as much as he can, his head still pinned down to the mattress. Screams of delight and admiration from the spellbound darkness behind the chiffon. K and G gaze into each other's eyes. Who loves you? whispers G. You do. Damn right, but I'm not alone. You think? Do it. K gives him a are-you-sure look. G wings back. K gets off of him and reaches for the panel. The flip of the fourth switch. It flips so easily, as if keen to go, to lift that final veil. And it does. The pulleys start to pull. The chiffon all around them starts to rise and reveal the audience. Though part blinded by the stage lights, K and G can make out an amphitheater fully surrounding their little stage. Full house, too. Full of faces transfixed by the lovers. G and K look at the audience, at each other, then back again at all those faces. They also see unbuttoned shirts, lifted skirts, strayed hands, intense stares of lust and awe. The lovers turn to each other. Both breathe deeply as they gaze into each other's eyes. How are you doing? There may be a little hint of concern in G's voice as he asks. Honestly? Honestly. I feel expansively, electrically alive. Then a voice from the first row mumbles almost to himself. You kinky fuckers. They both look at the man and let a scream rip through the theater. Hell yeah! And with that, once again, G lifts Kay up and throws her on the bed. Tears and howls from the crowd. The lovers grab hold of each other, locking eyes and limbs. Time for more. Much more. Thank you.